How Home Court Explorer lets you easily compare our direct rates with multiple companies. Well, hope this distraction about Progressive's Home Court Explorer was helpful. It sure helped me from stressing about my team for a bit. Anyway, go sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third-grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back, too, through good times and the not-so-good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. The bottom line about the quarterback situation is because they're so important and there are only so many of them that are actually elite. Either you have one or you don't. So what happens when someone doesn't have one? They start squinting and seeing what they want to see. Daniel Jones, yeah, he can run and he can throw. So they start seeing what they want to see. That's why the Mitchell Trubisky thing was all right, because based on what was available for them, they went out and got the most athletic guy. They How's that look now? GJ and Max, mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, George. 9981003 is the way to chime into the conversation. At GCAT underscore 17. If you want to tweet at me, if you want to tweet at Jordan, you can tweet the graduate at JD Kleber. Tweet the station. No, that's where our questions of the day are each and every day. Graduates, go ahead and give us what those questions of the day are today, sir. Pelicans, are you pulling the trigger on this? And it's of an article that ESPN put out earlier. And it says the Phoenix Suns are said to be one of the teams potentially looking at a trade scenario, possibly including a player like Cameron Johnson in order to free up salary cap flexibility to keep DeAndre Ayton. And it continues by saying New Orleans has four surefire stars and a plethora of young talent at every position that gives it tremendous depth and role players to plug vitally any hole. So. That makes it sound like it doesn't say that the Pelicans are interested, but it's, you know, the Pelicans are one of the teams that, you know, have the ability to go after a guy like Cameron Johnson if they want to. Mm. I hear you. I think one of the things um, that we've gotten so far, I guess, in our number one, Jordan, is there there, there seems, again, to to be just, a a, I think, a, a big sentiment of just kind of staying put, right? I don't know. We'll see. Fletcher Mackle's going to join us at 130. Um, to kind of describe what he would do with, with the Pelicans. And I asked you in our number one, you stay in put, you moving up, using some of that draft capital, or are you moving back? Are you just trading the pick overall for a, per that article, a win now, right? 
scenario, uh, player that can sort of help from that aspect of it. I don't know. What, what do you think? Oh, uh, I'm kind of, before I was, you know, I was kind of on the, the bandwagon of, Hey, maybe you go out and get one of the, that type of, that type of player. But at the same time, we had that discussion on talking about what's, what's the money like? How much money are each team going to have to spend? So it's, if, if the Pelicans have the money, and are willing to spend it and go into the luxury cap, then, yeah, go do it. But I don't think they're at that point right now to where they should be going deep into the luxury. Right. And, and again, part of this discussion we had, if you, if you missed our number one, uh, I, I saw a report today, the Warriors, $346 million. Next year be $500 million when you add the luxury tax and they keep everybody combined and they pay Andrew Wiggins, all that. The salary cap for the upcoming season is 122, 1 million more than last year is 121. So that gives you an idea of the check those owners had to cut, um, for the Warriors to be the Warriors. And that's where you are with that. But again, I, I just think we have any, until we have a full season, Jordan, of Zion, when I say full season, I, I'm aware that not everybody plays every game for the most part, right? Unless you're Eric Bledsoe. But, I'm talking about it, what you would consider a full season. Until we have that, with Bi and CJ and the rest of this team, I, I, you know, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, let's, I, I, I can continue to play and, and stockpile some younger well, players and weapons. You know, uh, that might be coming soon because Zion Williamson oh. finally posted. On his Twitter page. We do? What do we have? I know it was to promote his second signature shoe coming out sometime, I think, next week or this later this week. But he trained on Nike's campus. Well, let's see what I have here. I wonder if this is old footage here. Let's see. This is Zion. The Zion 2 available tomorrow. Oh, here we go. There it is. 15 seconds, Jordan. Uh, you see him throwing down a medicine ball, doing the ropes, little weight lifting, and then you saw him dunk. I'm going to say, judging by that video, Jordan, I think that that might have been before he's been working out down here. Because I think he looks, I don't know, I just, I don't know how old that video sort of is. I, I, I don't know. I, would you think that's recent? That they flew I mean, him up to go Zion do that. Williamson, he could get on a private chat at any moment of the day, and he could go. No, I understand. That. I'm just saying. I mean, he looked a little cutter with the Pels. I mean, that could have been filmed a while back. Yeah, that literally. Well, what when, we need to when do he is was... we need to look at his Instagram because look at his haircut. It looks like in that he just he has a fresh haircut. True, very true. I guess we can look at that. Uh, Jordan we will. We'll, we'll break this down like the Sapruder film frame by frame. I paused it at the 10 second mark, which you can see the lockdown strap. That's the new addition to the Zion shoe this year. It's a Velcro strap, um, that goes from the inside of the shoe to the outside of the shoe. I do dig the little Jumpman logo out there as well. I don't know. I, I, I are you going to buy a Zion shoe? You're going to get a Zion shoe. You're going to go just with some Jordans here being Jordan. Uh, what are you doing? I might, I might buy, I might buy, you know, whenever it's the right time. Well, and I, it looks the Nike the store, right the Nike outlet store, the Nike whatever community store here in Elmwood. It's the one I recently went to, I don't know, about three months ago. Not, not three months ago, three weeks ago. Um, they have the Zion shoe. Cause I've always said that. I'm like, I never see the Zion shoe. Like it needs to be everywhere. It should be everywhere. So, um, 
but it's there. It's right next to the latest Jordan shoe, which I might have asked my wife for. Oh, you did. I did. How much? How much are those running for? Uh, quote: You must be nuts if you think I'm spending two hundred and forty dollars on a shoe. And then I gave her like the puppy eyes and everything. You know, I'm like, I guess. He's not wrong. I'm like, I guess you're right. I mean, they're cool. You know, I slowly put him back on the box. And she knew, she knew what I was doing. She goes, you go, come on, let's go. We gotta go. (laughs) She wanted me to put him back in the box quicker. I just, it wasn't happening. It, um, they're sweet. I like the new ones. What are they? 36s, right? 36s, 35s, whatever they are. They're, um, I love them. I love them. I love them. I, I didn't, I, by the way, I didn't get them for Father's Day either. I, there, there was some slim bit I mean, of hope. So, I, I some, love, some slim love, bit of hope and chance that I was going to get them. I, I did, love, I, did not. I love basketball shoes. I love Jordan. I love, you know, all these brands. Yeah. I mean, $300 for a pair. I mean, of it's, come on. well, considering it's essentially like a, a week or two for summer camp for the kid when you, when you have to choose one or the other. Joel from Metairie joining us here in the sports hangover. Have you, have you, uh, have you ever decided, eh, this or a shoe? Joel, I mean, do you have any Jordans? Would you, or LeBrons? You could go LeBrons. I don't know. Gus, I'm a grown ass man. I don't need <laughs> anybody else's name on my shoe. Sorry. There it is. Not what I do. There it is. I got it. How are you today? 48, 48 years old. I got much other stuff to spend my money on. So. Exactly. Doing good, Gus. Uh, we want to talk about the, the draft pick. Okay. Uh, number eight. The one thing that was interesting about the three guys that did so much for our team last year, these weren't one and dones. They weren't two year guys. Uh, if I believe correctly, Herb and Alvarado were both seniors. Yep. And Trey was a junior. Mm-hmm. These are guys who put in the experience, who put in the time, who were wise beyond their quote unquote years by the time they get to the league. Um, picking at eight. It's not very often you pick a guy that is a junior or a senior at that point. Good point. So I would say to be careful about saying that we're going to strike the same, you know, the lightning's going to strike like it did last year because you're not dealing with, you know, the way the NBA works, your top picks are for the future. Yes. And, yes, we want longevity. We want to build in a sustained winner. But we have a team that may might only be one piece away. So, you know, if now it would have to be the right deal because it is still the number eight overall pick. Um, but I'm not as inclined to hold on to it as it sounds like you are. I think I am just because I, I look at what's described with some of those players. And it's basketball IQ, play defense, and Mathurin's case, a guy that can – score and you see that and I guess what I'm looking at is again looking at this team can they win four games of seven and what was it that they lacked if they doubled B.I. and C.J. was missing a shot now I know I'm going to get 20 to 27 from Zion okay so that'll help maybe in that scoring but if this is a guy that more than likely is not going to be a starter it's going to come off that bench okay I need some scoring all right so Jose maybe can take it to the rack Trey can shoot some three um, I'm just thinking who's that defender, so I, I could go for a, a, a guy that can play positionless defense, and that's something that you, you hear a lot with Dyson Daniel, also as a ball handler. Um, but, man, I just when, when I look at this postseason and I look at the finals, the ability to shoot or take it to the rim and score 
is big and a guy like Mathurin or something like, like, I guess that's what I'm saying. If I can find a guy that can do one of those two things, I'm hard pressed to not do that and go that way, Joel, knowing that it, it's a, it's a team friendly contract the next couple of years. But, but yes. Okay. But Gus, look at the, look at the finals. The guys who won are the guys who pretty much have been there before. Now Wiggins, remember he was a high draft pick, but that was a while ago. He didn't have the experience that the other guys did, but they, you know, these guys had been there, were tried and true. You saw the big guys on, on the Celtics wilt. Yeah. You might need, that might be the one, because this is great. The team we know has the talent as it stands right now. It has the talent to make the playoffs. It has the talent to be a, you know, four or five seed at worst. Right. If healthy, of course. Mm-hmm. So maybe we do need to look at the playoffs. And when it comes to the playoffs, there is no, no, you know, you can't really put that much of a value on the value of the experience. A guy that can take those guys where it's not just Willie Green from the bridge bench giving impassioned speeches that motivate the team. A guy who's on the floor who can, can take control, who has the experience in the crunch time when the lights are the brightest and burning the hottest to help get you over that hump. I think that's one thing that hurt us against the Suns was when it came to that crunch time, who killed us? Chris Paul, a man that has experience in yeah. the moment. Um, a Phoenix Suns team that last year went in there and proved it and, and you know, did did something. I think we need something of that. You can't go just young and expect to win in the playoffs. And I think if you look at the finals over the heck, as long as you go back, you'll find that that's a common occurrence. Good points, Joel. Good points. So at the end of the day, in two days, what are you doing? Look, I, I'm, I've, if I don't get a deal that's going to knock my socks off, that okay. you know, because look, I'm going to be looked to be the winner of the trade because I'm I'm sitting in the catbird seat. I'm in a position where I can take the pick or I don't have to. And if you've got that one other team that is desperate, and there's always a desperate team out there, you just have to wait for them to manifest and show themselves. Mm-hmm. You take the deal. If not, I'm content to take the best player available. There we go. Best player available. Yeah, I, like I said, I, that's kind of where I'm at too, too. Like when I say best player available, who can I find a shooter defender? That's all my, my requirements are about right now. Okay, can I find somebody that can do that? You know, um, we'll see, man. Got two days away. I, I do like though that you're already starting to see phone calls and you know rumors or whatever of, of teams interested in that. It gives you more options, right? It gives you more options. And I think as many options you can have, the, I'm down with that. You. Exactly. Look, and that's that's what's great about this. Take take it all as it comes. My preference is to get a a way lopsided trade that will give us that veteran that we need. That is a guy who people go, wow, they gave that up for an eight. Yeah. And I think we are lucky enough to be in a position where that is not just a pipe dream to have because of the talent we do have and because the eight pick is not a necessity for us as it is for everybody else in the lottery. Makes a lot of sense. Joel, thank you for the phone call, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Yeah, for sure. Quick break. We come back. Uh, we'll touch a little bit more on the other big story of the day, Jordan, and that has to do 
with Deshaun Watson. Jordan will give us that. We'll go over the questions of the day here as well. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, Fletcher Mackle, what he thinks the Pels should do coming up on Thursday. And you know the trade machine's already been working in his mind, so I'll ask him when we come back. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Clay Young here with John Conroy, the founder and owner of Pest Stop, your do-it-yourself pest control solution. John, they're back, man. The flies that just won't let you have peace in your kitchen. Oh, you must be talking about the little bitty ones. Yes, indeed. Yeah, those are likely fruit flies or drain mm. flies. Fruit flies normally get brought in from produce at yeah. grocery stores. You remember we did this a couple of years ago, and so many people were talking about, man, when y'all were talking about that, we've been having that problem, and you solved it. Yeah, exactly, because it's a slow solution is not where you think. Mm. It's in the drain. We have a product. You just treat the drains for five nights straight before you go to bed so there's no water in there. The little enzymes go in there and they eat up all the egg and the larvae and all the debris that's in the drain. And then guess what? No more drain flies. So where can I get this in the New Orleans area? In Metairie, we're located at 3512 Severn Avenue next to the Pepper Mill. On the North Shore, we're at 1417 North Highway 190. That's in the same shopping center as Sherwin-Williams. And on the West Bank, we're at 2500 Lapalco, just past the Harvey Bridge. Because at Pest Stop, we can help you with that. It's Gus Cattengill with the Sports Hangover inviting you to join us for Thursdays with the crew of Katie's. Every Thursday we'll be live at a member of the Katie's family of restaurants from 12 to 3. When the Sports Hangover is at Katie's on Iberville, you're going to enjoy Sports Banner. It'll be lively and delicious eats. Swamp Fries, Oysters Schlesinger, the Delta Queen, or if you dare, tackle the barge. A three-foot loaf of fried catfish, shrimp, and oysters. Good luck. It's Thursdays, 12 to 3, the Sports Hangover with the crew of Katie's on ESPN New Orleans. Want more from your bank? Open a Cajun Pride checking account at State Bank and Trust Company and enjoy the benefits. Unlimited check writing, overdraft protection, online banking, mobile banking, debit card, ID theft assistance, safe deposit box discounts, prescription drug discounts, shopping, travel, entertainment discounts, and much more. Call or come in for more information about applicable fees and terms. State Bank and Trust Company. Cajun Banking. Served just the way you like it. State Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Only one performance a day. Let's get this show on the road, eh? Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 
1-003 at ESPN Radio NOLA as well. Ways to chime into the conversation. We continue to get ready for the NBA draft. A little conversation about that. But there's also some big NFL news here as well. And it has to do with Deshaun Watson, the Cleveland Browns, and et cetera. Jordan, go ahead and give us the story as to what took place earlier today. Yeah, so it looks like Deshaun Watson is settling 20 of the lawsuits out of uh, the 24 um, are there. So that's kind of um, a big development in the Deshaun Watson situation. So four lawsuits have not settled. And I think the thing that's key here, Jordan, is this isn't a class action lawsuit. These are individual lawsuits by 24 women. And so 20 have settled. And each is a different amount in a class action. So like, hey, here's, you know, a hundred million and it's divided. That's the one thing that everyone is bringing up and making a point of. This is 24, 20 individual ones, whatever each got. It might be the same. It might be different per each case. I don't know. Something else that's been brought up, though, is when Deshaun Watson did speak when he became a Brown and he had that availability, he said at the time that they were not going to do uh, – that he was not going to um, settle because it would clear his name. So let's just do this. When you see settlements in, in a matter like this, Jordan, is it, hey, you're moving forward, you're doing that, aha, it was a cash grab, or see, he's guilty. How do you view that, you think? I mean, I don't want, I don't want like putting a label on really anything, especially in like these kind of situations, because I don't want to, you know, say the wrong thing or offend anybody. But I mean, I think it all just depends on the situation. And I could definitely see it being him being guilty, mm-hmm. uh, just trying to maybe prolong this thing so it just doesn't go into the NFL season. Or if it's just a, you know, like you're saying, it's just paying out, paying mm-hmm. out and, it's a, it's a way to kind of just get rid of this situation for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, again, uh, 20 have had that settlement there, so we'll see if that has any bearing to the NFL. Again, last week it said, you know, it said it, it was leaked by the NFL. The NFL is going to ask its internal investigation to push for a substantial uh, suspension and penalty that a lot of people feel is a year suspension. So maybe this is kind of one of those things. I saw it been, been speculated this morning. This could be the NFL suggesting to his attorneys, look, make this go away, settle it, have it, you know, be put to rest one way, shape, or form so we can move on in doing those things. I don't know, but that's the latest there as to what it's happened. And again, I just go back to, you know, the, the, the Saints were interested in this. And I, for one, me, my opinion, again, guilty or not, how do you feel? They're out for money. Regardless, it's a distraction. It's a story that I'm glad the Saints aren't involved in. That's just me. And it's something that I was talking about earlier on the show, too. When it comes to how you feel about your organization winning, is it, hey, win at all costs. I don't care. Spend the money. It ain't my money. Um, get whoever. I, I don't care about the background. I don't care if the locker room works. That's why you hire a coach. That's why I, you hire a front office. Like, I don't care. End of the day. Tell me what time they play. Tell me where they play and let's, and, and get some wins. Like if that's how you feel, then that's how you feel. Um, but I do find 
that I do think there's attachments between fan bases and organizations, though, huh, Jordan? I think especially here in New Orleans, like we saw at the end of the Pelican season last year, a a city, I think, come alive and, and embrace and connect and become Pelicans basketball. And you saw the team kind of connect that. We've seen that with the Saints in the last several years where they kind of won in the same, the teams dancing in between timeouts or, or stuff. And, the, you know, they, they felt like they embodied, I guess, you know, the, the, the city. And so I do think it, it sort of matters. I mean, I look, we got those calls when, when the Saints were looking at it. Not everybody was go get the Sean at all at all cost, right? No, absolutely. I mean, I think there was a lot of people that were concerned, just like, you know, I think you and I were kind of both concerned about what's going on right now. I mean, it's a storyline every single day, every other day, and it's just a headache that, I mean, it's a headache for, you know, everybody involved. I mean, I pray for everyone involved in the situation, but it's a headache. You know, it's a huge distraction for the the whole team uh, from, you know, just that aspect of things, that, you know, small aspect of things. Um when you look at the whole entire case itself, but uh, yeah, it's just one of those things where, you know, it could really derail an entire season, especially if the NFL does vote to, um, you know, suspend him for a full season. Uh, well, the guaranteed contract he signed with Cleveland will help you settle a lot of different money. There's a lot of people I've pointed out here. Don't forget Thursdays, the NBA draft will try to get you as ready as possible. Coming out to Katie's. Jordan, you were wearing the shirt. Uh, I love it from Faux Paw Prince, of course, the brand new exclusive only can get with us. Uh, when you show up at the crew of Katie's t-shirt and the keychain, also from Faux Paw. Cannot wait to uh to see that I've yet to get my hands on the keychain, Jordan. And uh it's gorgeous. It's got I'm, the boat logo. I might uh yeah. I might uh remake the shirt and start selling them for some money. Oh really? You, that might not be the do? only way that you could get them. I don't know them, if so. Chef Scotty's gonna we, be into that. I mean it's real simple. You come in, you know we Chef, see that you're Scotty doesn't have to find out about this. Oh really? You're just you're just gonna he's gonna uh grab a few from Jesus. the box there that I have it in my car and just, you know, go ahead and Hand them out. Five dollars, five dollars. Well, really, just five dollars, huh? That's 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 how you got them. You know what? Look, there's a little, there's a little time and effort involved in this, right? I mean, first off, you know, credit to Johnny, Johnny Blue from Faux Pas Prince, because um, the day we went to go talk about this, and I, 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 you know, had a little wine the night before. Design, it's off of kind of the water meter design that, that Nola's famous for here, and um. And designed the crew of Katie's sort of little thing. I was just kind of sketching, just sketching Jordan. So we go over the next day and we go chat. And Carver's, you know, he keeps bringing us things. I'm like, because when you walk into the football store, there's, oh, I mean, everything. Everything and anything that you can logo, right? It's on there. And, I mean, Carver's bringing mugs and he's bringing golf clubs and golf shirts and, you know, keychains. And I'm like, what can you please go put that back? You know, it's like we're trying to pick like what keychain we want. Do we want a flashlight on? I mean, it, it's a lot of options. And I'm, if you know me, ask my wife, this is the wrong thing. I, I can make a lot of decisions. I like, but I can get overwhelmed with a lot of options sometimes. And I'm just, Scott's looking at me. I'm looking at him. Johnny's like, dudes, come on, man. It's been about an hour. Let's go. The kids running around. I'm like, it was, uh, so yeah, when, 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 when I finally saw it and, uh, you know, we could touch, the shirt last Thursday at Francesca, I was like, I was, I was kind of proud, man. It was, uh, it was nice, Jordan. My vision 
you know, and, uh, and Scott's vision and Johnny's vision. Boom, we got got a shirt. I'm, I'm excited. So come on out Thursday and uh, see the fruits of our labor, you know. And yeah, since, and, and, a shirt. and now since summer camp has been closed, you may see, Carver, see Carver as well. Come see Carver. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Carver's my intern now. <laughs> you know what? We need, we need to put him to work. He needs to start earning his keep around here, to be honest with you, quite honestly. Um, something else to touch on here that's a, um, I guess a top story. Mike D'Antoni set to meet with the Hornets. The Hornets have been linked with a possible connection with Russell Westbrook and the move there and the trade and all that. D'Antoni was apparently the I don't care up. about the Lakers and what their connections are. Well, I'm, again, like Christian Clark said, and now we're number one, though, you may want to care because if they're good, then that draft pick next year you have from them, you know, whatever. I also Before heard, I go. Okay, go ahead. Before I go also, wow. uh, Gronkowski officially retired. So he's not coming back. Well, we don't know that, but he's retired for now. Okay. Hey, when we come back and chat with you here, uh, give us a little College World Series update, huh? Can you give us a little College World Series update? Can you do that for us? Yeah, sure. Notre Dame and Texas A&M are playing in an elimination game. We'll give you that score when we come back here as well. But time to find out what Fletcher Mackle thinks the NBA draft will look like for the Pelicans on Thursday. Looking forward to that. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Advanced Eye Institute and Cutoff is your hometown eye care provider. Dr. Darby Chasson is here to serve the eye care needs of your entire family. Full-service eye medical and vision services are provided in a friendly atmosphere. For the latest in designer frames to advancements in astigmatism and bifocal contact lenses, call Advanced Eye Institute at 985-632-2884 for your appointment today or visit our website at visionsourceadvancedeyecutoff.com. Thibodeau Regional Health System was recently named one of the nation's 50 top cardiovascular hospitals by IBM Watson Health. This award for delivering the best quality and most cost-effective heart and vascular care is important. Why? Because high-quality heart care close to home is not only convenient, it's life-saving. When it comes to matters of the heart, choose the experts at Thibodeau Regional. At Boost Mobile, you get the power of the iPhone SE when you switch, which means the power to stream your favorite shows, download all the music, the power to FaceTime your ex. It's over. Stop calling me. On second thought, don't call your ex. Get an iPhone SE for just $19.99 when you switch. All on one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save. Boost Mobile. Phone offer limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. 5G not available everywhere. See BoostMobile.com for details. And stop calling your ex. She doesn't want to hear from you anymore. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed a bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. Pick up the phone. We want you to be on the show. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 
Welcome back, Sports Hangover. As always, appreciate the time Mr. Fletcher Mackle from Channel 6 gives us here, sir. At Fletcher WDSU over on Twitter. How are you this afternoon? I am doing well, Gus. Thanks for having me. For sure, man. Appreciate the time. Look, man, this is interesting, isn't it? An NBA draft, which is this week on Thursday, and we're not looking at it from the standpoint of the Pels have got to do some massive move, pick the right player to keep another happy, keep the franchise here, all this. This this is kind of uncharted territory in how we're looking at this draft, huh? I love the uncharted territory, but it's been a long time since we've looked at uh, a draft. And it's a unique situation because of what you're alluding to. The Pelicans finished the season so strong, right. and their trajectory right now is upward in a massive way. You know, making the playoffs, having Brandon Ingram, C.J. McCollum, Jonas Valanciunas, the rookie class that we just saw with, with Herb Jones and Trey Murphy and Jose Alvarado. Oh, yeah, by the way, Zion Williamson coming yeah, back. Right. A young ascending coach like Willie Green. Yeah, look, there's a lot to like. about. Even though they only won 36 games. You know, I mean, they were 10 games under 500. So it's one of those things, the way they finished and the way they pushed the Phoenix Suns, it's definitely, it was, it was a plus. And uh, so, yeah, to have a top 10 pick, is definitely different. If it's not uncharted territory, like you said, it's definitely been a long time since yeah. the Pelicans were in a situation like this. A lot of times, sometimes options can be a bad thing. Um, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but sometimes, you know, it's kind of like, I don't know what to do. And maybe that's why you have the options. I think with the Pels, you have a lot of options because there's a lot of different ways they can go. They can move up. You got a bunch of draft assets in the future. And if you like your roster now with so many guaranteed contracts, maybe you can do that. You can stay put. And then we're going to ask you maybe if that is where you go. Maybe some players you like. You can move back as well. You can trade the pick like the ESPN port this morning for a win now player or somebody can help you now like a Cam Johnson and other assets. So there's a lot of options here, aren't they? Yeah, there certainly are. Um, I I agree. I think that they could just stand pat. And look, here's the thing. While they do have a deep roster, they have 14 players currently under contract, and a lot of these guys are young. But they're also about to get pretty expensive next year, assuming Zion agrees to an extension this summer, which I think he will. So getting young talent, like the, the Herb Joneses and like the Trey Murphys and like the Jose Alvarados. That is important. Look, the, the previous regime right. was always all in right now. There was never building for the future. It was always trading first-round draft picks. There was always the mentality of we have to mortgage the future for the immediacy. The, you know, the right-now move has to happen. We need to be in the immediate, in the present. And I think that the good thing about the Pelicans is is maybe they draft somebody like this, you know, recently turned 19-year-old kid out of France, Auschman Jang, and they develop him slowly in the G League because they can do that. You know, because cracking this rotation is not going to be easy. Um, maybe it is more of a win-now piece. Look, I don't know what Devontae Graham's role is going to be going forward. I don't think Garrett Temple has a role on this team anymore. So maybe you could package some of those guys with this pick, move back, and get a more usable player for your rotation. As you said, whichever way they go, there's a lot of options. Look, they still have a lot of draft capital and a lot of tradable assets. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're going to move up because I don't know if a team like the Sacramento Kings at four values what the Pelicans can give them. 
Um, and that's a team that you may be battling for a playoff spot. Uh, Detroit, I don't know if they want to move back out of five. Indiana, do they want to move back from six? So while the, the Pelicans could certainly move up, I right. don't think that's the easiest path. I think more than likely what happens is they're going to let the board come to them. They're going to see which guys are there at eight. And if yeah. it's a guy they love, maybe they love Dyson Daniels. Maybe they love Benedict Matherin. If those guys get to them, they may say, this is easy. We love those guys. Yeah. That's our guy. We're not trading. We're not moving back. We're going to stay the course, and, and we'll incorporate this guy as a rotational piece, hopefully as a rookie. Is there a move if, if a guy they like is gone, if Dyson Daniels is their guy, if Matherin's their guy, and they're both gone, do they move back from 8 to 10, 8 to 12, 8 to 16, and, and get another more usable player? Yeah. I, I think that's an option, too. There's just, as you said, uh, you know, to me, options are never a bad thing, and they, they will seemingly have a lot of different options. Yeah, there's, you know, some things that make sense there. At Fletcher WDSU, the way to follow Fletcher over on Twitter. You mentioned two names in particular there that seem to be, I wouldn't even say a consensus, but they, they're the names that are constantly being attached to the Pelicans and Mathurin and Daniels as well. Just with those two quickly, what what is it about them that you think they how they can fit with the Pels? Let's start with Benedict and then go to Dyson. Yeah, I think you look at somebody and just, you know, listening to a lot of the, the draft experts and watching a lot of YouTube videos of these guys in interviews. I, I think Matherin is a guy who looks like a dynamic scorer, and this team is, is probably going to always need shooting around guys like Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram, whose game is a little bit more mid-range than it is just bombing away from three-point distance. So I could see a guy like Matherin coming in here and finding rotational minutes as a shooter off the bench right away. That being said, he and his representatives have not worked out here for New Orleans because I think they look at this rotation as deep, and they would prefer to see him go to Sacramento, Detroit, or Indiana, rebuilding teams where he's going to get a lot more minutes as a rookie. Um, and then Dyson Daniels, uh, you look at a, a six foot seven combo guard who, at worst, could get rotational minutes as, as a rookie and could eventually turn into your starting point guard or, or off guard. Um, so I look at those two and I say that they have potential impact right away in the rotation and their growth could be that of high-level starter for the New Orleans Pelicans. Will they both be there? I don't know. I see a lot of mock drafts that have Matherin going as high as four, maybe five to Detroit, mm-hmm. definitely six potentially to Indiana. And then Daniels is a guy, same thing. Uh, you know, five to Detroit is as high watermark, it seems like, maybe six to Indiana seven to Portland or another team trading up. So right. I, I could see the Pelicans liking both of those guys if they got there, but right. will they get there to them at number eight? A name that's intriguing to me, and when I ask about him and I bring him Shaden Sharp, the fact that you didn't see him play a minute in college, would that deter you if he's there at eight? Or you got to imagine because he's there at eight, and maybe some phone calls come in for teams that are maybe not winning right now and could – benefit to your point with Matherin that you're saying can give him a ton of minutes uh, to develop and, and play all those games in the NBA, which he wouldn't do here. Sure. Uh, you know, Shaden Sharp is kind of the, the the man of mystery and he's not making it any easier. Again, canceling a workout in New Orleans, not working out for certain teams. You know, I think that the one thing David Griffin has, has, has proven to us and, and showed in a big way is that it's not just lip service. If he says we're building something special here, and it means something here, and character counts, I, I believe him. 
he said at the exit interview, there were teams calling about non-rotational players. You know, Billy right. Hernan Gomez was in and out of the rotation for um, for the New Orleans Pelicans, and they wouldn't trade him because of what he meant in the locker room to this team. So I think culture means something, and I think that there's culture questions right now with a guy who hasn't played in a year and a half, who reclassified to play right. in college, then didn't play in college, and who now is there are reports that he's not taking interviews seriously and he's not taking workouts seriously because there's certain places he and his representatives don't want him to go to. So hmm. that, to me, is a character red flag. Now, yeah. I haven't sat down with him. I haven't talked to his agent. If his talent is so awesome that he could be the best player in the draft, maybe you say we, we have to look past that. If, if we're going to get a guy who's a perennial all-star, yeah. we'll, we'll put him in our system and we'll cultivate his character. But I think that I think Matherin, who wouldn't work out here, and, and Sharp, who wouldn't work out here, those are major red flags because David Griffin has, has proven to us that character matters. And so I look more at Dyson Daniels. I look at Jeremy Sohan. I, I, I think I look at guys where, you know, they're going to put the right guys on this team, you know, that are going to do it the right mm-hmm. way. And, and I understand that the NBA talent wins out, but I still think culture and character matter here more than than other places. Yeah, and also, right, you have uh, an instance of where their program comes. You mentioned Sohan from Baylor, um, you know, playing overseas with the Ang, like things of that nature where you can you, you can sort of see. And I guess that's my thing with, you know, with, with this kid is just I, I haven't seen you play in, in over a year. And this isn't because of COVID or anything. I just don't know. I mean, I would have liked to just see you dominate at least a, a directional school or something. I just, you know, if the last thing I've seen – is high school basketball that that's that, that's a big gamble and risk, huh? Yeah, it's a huge gamble and a risk. And then maybe if you'd have gone that route and said, "Okay, I'm going to kill the combine. I'm going to do every interview. I'm going to do every workout. I'm going to prove to all of these teams yeah. in the top ten of the lottery that I'm the dude." But now all the reports are is that you know he canceled the workout here in New Orleans because. Yeah. I think he and his representatives are worried about him probably spending a year in the G League right. to get his legs under him. Right. So that again, that's a red flag to me of you're you know a 19 year old trying to dictate where you go, what you do, and how you do it. That that's not a recipe for success, and I don't know if that's a recipe for what this team is looking for. So you know he's been working out on you know with all these teams. Matherin too. Look, I've listened to a lot of interviews with him. He seems like a mature guy. You know, he speaks two languages. He speaks French because he grew up in Montreal. Smart kid. But he's only worked out for three teams, the Kings, the Pacers, and the Blazers, and didn't want to work out in New Orleans. So, again, if he gets there, I think his talent and his fit is really good. But what does it say about a guy that was soft on coming here? Not because they don't want to come to New Orleans, but because they're afraid of the depth you have. You may not have rotational minutes for them right away. So it just I, I'm always concerned about guys. That, that don't want to work out for teams that they know could draft them, not because of, of, of reasons about the organization, but because they're worried about minutes as a rookie. I just, yeah. I just don't like that. That's, it's just, those two give me red flags. Well, and it also probably gives, uh, Pelicans fans indigestion, Fletcher, because it, it's, it's taken a while to develop the C word, culture with the Pelicans, right? And that's what we saw last year. We saw a fan base in the city fall in love with a basketball team 
not because of a, a celebrity superstar player, literally because of guys that played so well, they had to go find shirts for Herb Jones, Alvarado jerseys. I mean, like when you when you think of the love affair with the team, it wasn't a big name draft pick or anything. It had nothing to do with Zion. It was it was so similar to like when the Saints started with Reggie. Everyone was chanting Reggie, and it turned out to be Drew, right? I and mean, the people just loved Marcus Colston, a seventh round pick. It had nothing to do with the big name, and that's kind of what I saw last year. Yeah, I mean, people still forget too. I mean, look. The Pelicans were picking 10, and they traded out of that pick to move down to 17 and got Trey Murphy. And, and they got Herb Jones as the seal of the second round. And so, so you're right. Again, I think Crazy Langdon does a great job. I think that David Griffin understands what he's building here, and it's important for them to get the right guys. Again, I, I will always say you got to take talent. you got to get the best talent. But I also think that a culture for this organization goes a long way. And so that's why I've locked in, if they stay at eight, I think Dyson Daniels is the guy if he gets there. If not, I really like Jeremy Sohan, and I don't think they should overthink it. Even if Matherin's on the board, even if Sharp's on the board, I think those guys, from a talent perspective, are really good. And then from a culture and fit perspective, maybe even better. And uh, so that's what I I think it could be. And look, I'll say this, maybe there's somebody else that we're not talking about. (laughs) Last year, we didn't see the like what you just said. We didn't see them trading down from 10 to 17. Right. You know, and that was part of the Valanciunas deal moving off of Adams and Bledsoe. And, but obviously they like Trey Murphy. It, maybe there's somebody right now, like we're not looking. There's a team that wants to come up to eight and the Pelicans are going to get a veteran player mm-hmm. that we go, wow, that helps them win now. And then there's somebody else in the draft between, let's just say 15 and 25. That, that, you know, I have confidence in them to make those moves now after what they did last year by, and again, you know, it's one year. It's not like they've got a big track record of doing this, but what they did last year showed me, hey, if they traded back and got a veteran player and then picked up, you know, somebody at, if they traded with Oklahoma City, let's just say, right. for Lou Dort, if they traded eight for Lou Dort and picked 12, well, I like Lou Dort as a defender and think he's a really good young player on the rise that could help a team like the Pelicans win big right away. Um, and then you get a guy at 12 that we're not even talking about. I would say, okay, I trust this team, and, and I think they know what they're talking about, and this is going to work out well. Final thing for you. It's crazy. I just got this. Uh, somebody just texted me. He's like, could you imagine we saw the Saints go after some Tigers? What do you think about Tyree Eason on Thursday? They have him right now, 18, 20, 17. Could that be a player that, you know, if it's down there and the Pels move down, could do it? Just overall, your thoughts on Eason? Yeah, look, I think defensively he fits what they want. They want guys that are hard-nosed defenders. I do wonder what Tyree Eason does offensively. I, I still think, you know, besides like, I, I think he's a fine offensive player, but I, I don't know how it translates. But again, look, there was a lot of people that didn't know how Herb Jones is going to translate offensively, and I still don't know how he's going to translate offensively. But I think Tari Eason is a guy that you look at defensively and you say he can play up and down the spectrum, guard multiple positions. Um, uh, he checks a lot of boxes as a teammate at LSU. Most people like him and say he's a good guy. So again, I think those are pluses, but not anywhere in the lottery range. It would right. be like last year. The Pelicans went from 10 to outside of the lottery at 17. If the Pelicans went from 8 to, say, 16, 18, 20, and again, I, what that deal would look like, I don't know. But if they got to that range, I would certainly say absolutely positively, I would say Tyree Eason. Another guy is, 
is is Jake Lariviere from Wake Forest, who's a combo forward. Um, there's guys I think that are going to look good and help teams like Trey Murphy did in that 15 to 25 yeah. range because they know who they are um, in what they do. And so, uh, so and he's one of those guys. If he gets with the right team, I can see him having an impact right away. It's incredible, Fletcher, how far the Pelicans have come in really a short amount of time to where, yeah, you could just – this is how we're talking about it. It's not, hey, got to get a player that can get them into the postseason or can get them to win games. That's it's, it's different, man, and I like it. This is fun, man. This is fun. Thank you for your time today. Let's enjoy Thursday. All right, I appreciate it, Gus. Yeah, let's hope. Let's see what they do on Thursday night. But you're right, everything is pointing in the right direction. Yeah, for sure. At Fletcher, WDSU is the way to follow him over on Twitter. And, of course, WDSU.com. Click the Sports tab, and we'll have all kinds of stories and things of that nature from that aspect of it. Phone lines open next segment. It's the Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. The official Monster Truck Series. Witness the world's best drivers competing in your favorite Monster Jam trucks. The fun begins at the Fit Party, where you can watch live pre-race driver interviews and see the trucks up close. Get your $20 Fit Party Pass at MonsterJam.com today. Plus, tap out of that ticket to enter Fit Party. Restrictions may apply. Rules and activities are subject to change. Visit website for event details. Coming to Caesar Superdome July 9th. Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa has got your summer deals. Plus, we're ready to deal on every vehicle in stock or online too at GregLeBlancToyota.com. Remember, we have the all-new Toyota Tundra, totally redesigned and ready for your summer plans. The kids are out of school and you've got vacation plans. It's the perfect time for something new. And we want your trade and we're paying top dollar. Greg's got the deal. South Hollywood Road in Homa. Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa has got your summer deals. Shrimp folks is a common. Since 1948, that's 74 years, Valerio Brothers has been in the commercial shrimping and fishing supply business. They carry a large selection of stainless steel shafts up to two and a half inches, but they can also order larger if you like. They also stock two, three, and four blade propellers up to 40 inches, a large selection of shaft couplings, single V struts, and stainless steel rudders. Now listen to this, Solario Brothers is now stocking rudder blades and rudder shafts so you can make your own rudder. Now carrying stainless steel plate pieces so you can make your own V-strut. A huge selection of stainless steel stern tubes, rudder and shaft shoes, fiberglass tubes, rudder ports, packing boxes, and dripless shaft seals. Stocking tiller arms and rubber cutlass bearings along with a big line of motor mounts. Visit Alario Brothers before the season. That's Alario Brothers, 894 Avenue A, West Wego. Visit their website at AlarioBros.com. Shrimp boats is a common, their sails are inside. Shrimp boats is a common, there's dancing tonight. They say that once you give him control, he'll own your brain forever. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003. Our thanks to Christian Clark and Fletcher Mackle. We'll continue daily keeping you posted and um, providing as much analysis and opinions from people that cover the Pels, watch the Pels, and things of that nature as we continue uh, to get closer to the NBA draft. And it's something that looking forward to. Obviously, as we get closer again to what the Pels can do, just so many different options. Love to hear from you, Pels fans, 800-998-1003, if you'd like to chime in here as well. And also, the NBA nationally getting 
a lot of chatter about obviously what what the Nets are going to do, what KD is doing, what the Lakers, whatever. Brian Windhorse, known as the King's Scribe, knows LeBron in the inner workings of uh, what they do over there more than anybody. Poor Travis got all excited yesterday. There was reports, maybe, just maybe, the Lakers could be going after Kyrie Irving. Brian Windhorst this morning on Get Up. I know that the Lakers fans got very excited yesterday at the possibility of Kyrie being a Laker. But I can tell you, there is no interest from the Brooklyn Nets in a trade that would bring Russell Westbrook for uh, for Kyrie Irving. Because that would not advance the Nets' title hopes. And that would undercut what Kevin Durant did last year, which was sign a four-year, $200 million extension. So you can forget about that. The only player that the Nets would have interest in in the Lakers in a Kyrie Irving trade would be Anthony Davis. And I am told that Anthony Davis is not available in such a scenario. So the only way that uh, that Kyrie is going to be a, a Laker is if he goes there in free agency, which he'd have to leave $30 million on the table. And I just do not see that happening. Mm. But he could. He could decline his player option. Uh, $36 million is what it is. Uh, so a lot of people are talking about what what is it that Kyrie wants? What are the different things? That that they can offer. Look, the Knicks were another team yesterday. The Lakers and Knicks would want Kyrie. Here's Wendy on that. The Knicks do not have appreciable salary cap space. So one of two things would have to happen. One is they'd have to begin trading players off immediately within the next few days so that they would have cap space available to sign Kyrie in early July. And then they would undercut where their team would be. The second thing is they could call Brooklyn and try to work out a trade. But again, I'm not sure that there's anybody on the Knicks roster that if traded to the Nets would make Kevin Durant feel comfortable about competing for a championship next year. Yeah, lots of talk about Kyrie Irving and where he would go, where he should go. Would you give Max money? Would you do all those different things, Wendy? So this is Kyrie's leverage play. Kyrie's leverage play isn't really that he's going to walk to the Lakers. Kyrie's leverage play is you can't make Kevin Durant happy if I leave. So make Kevin Durant happy, sign me, and let's get back to work. How does the rest of the league view the Kyrie situation? Kyrie trying to leverage the Nets into giving him something that he wants on a new contract, whether he opts out and signs a new deal or extends his current contract. The reality is that he doesn't have a lot of options. And what this will probably really come down to is if he is willing to actually opt out of his contract and leave $36 million on the table and open up the window to actually go someplace else without needing the Nets to trade him there. Again, uh, I don't know. Like, if the Pels were in this situation, how would you feel? I don't know what this guy's head is. Sometimes you're gonna, you're you're tying yourself to somebody who's gonna be calling shots, wanting to call shots, etc. All this different things. I don't know. Here's JJ Redick on uh, the situation. But it comes down to what he wants right now. Does he want a max extension? Is that the most important thing? Does he want to play with Kevin Durant? Is that the most important thing? Does he want to go uh, somewhere else? Like all these scenarios, yeah. ultimately he has to decide what he wants. I, I think the, the, the point and, and, and the, the sort of case we're seeing right now as it relates to the Brooklyn Nets is that Kyrie Irving probably at this point will have to compromise on something. So, again, we'll see if anything happens tomorrow, uh, Thursday, any other moves and trades that can maybe take place. And free agency likely to start a week 
later, no official date, but yes, it's 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 essentially um, probably the next Thursday. So we will see how that takes place. The other big story of the day: Deshaun Watson, his attorney, uh, announcing uh, or the attorney for the women that had filed lawsuit, saying twenty of the twenty-four have settled. 20 of the 24 have settled. Four have not and are looking to continue to take that to trial. Again, this is the civil lawsuit. The Sean Watson, when he spoke with the Browns, when they made that availabilities, he said that he was not planning on settling. That would be a way to prove his innocence. So take that for what you're worth there. Marcus Spears a little bit ago on ESPN on Deshaun Sedley. I wonder how much this plays into the decision that the NFL is going to make about whatever punishment it would be. Would this have any credence on them determining a time or a length that Deshaun Watson is out for the season? But ultimately, mm-hmm. Molly Q, settlements, cases still left, it's still convoluted. It's still a lot of things that you have to work through. The other aspect of it is what kind of suspension could he get out of this? Jake Trotter, ESPN Cleveland. Everybody's guessing right now because the NFL, the NFL, first of all, has been incredibly quiet and they're not done with their process. Uh, and they have not, you know, submitted a recommendation to Sue Robinson, you know, the, the agreed upon arbitrator between the NFLPA and the league, uh, you know, who has semifinal say. Uh, if she comes up with a punishment off the NFL's recommendation, then Roger Goodell, um, you know, can come back and say, well, you know, we want to raise that or we want to lower that. Mm. Uh, and then, and then you go from there. Um, so I, I don't, I don't know what ultimately is going to happen in terms of the amount of games that Watson is going to be suspended. I can just tell you, you know, the Browns, at least, they would have predicted if you talked to most of the people in the organization or many of the people in the organization in the four to six game range back in March. And a lot of those same people I talked to are expecting a much more significant suspension. Now, could that be eight? Could that be 10, 12, the season? Um, I think all of that is on the table. Uh, and, you know, I, I think if anything above the 10 games for Deshaun Watson, you're looking at the potential of the 2022 season being almost a lost one for the Browns, despite how loaded the roster is around uh, the quarterback position, just because there is such a difference in talent between Deshaun Watson and then Jacoby Brissett. And uh, good old Baker Mayfield. He stays still at Cleveland Brown. Hour number two is in the books. Hour three coming up next. Don't go anywhere. It's a sports hangover and your home for Pelicans basketball. ESPN New Orleans. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching.